Spirit. Yes, Lord. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Right, so we bless God and we give thanks, God, for this time. It's the month of May, which is our month of working for the Lord. And we are still talking and sharing about it. Now, from last week, last week, one of the key things or key people in the teaching was Saul. And therefore, we want to continue on that theme. And if you are not able to obey, you can't do God's work. So this evening, I want to talk about the levels of obedience. The levels of obedience. Obedience has got levels. When we say work for the Lord, evangelize, do this, do that. Everybody does it at their own level of obedience. Depending on what kind of obedience they are comfortable with. Second Kings chapter 23 verse 25 it says no king since the time of Josiah has approached his record of obedience. Has approached his record of obedience. So, a quick study will reveal that there are levels of obedience when it comes to following the voice of God and the voice of the Spirit. 2 Kings 23, 25. Now before him, there was no king like him who turned to the Lord with all his heart, with all his soul, and with all his mind, according to all the law of Moses, nor after him did any arise like him. Yeah. You may, if another version mentions, version that mentions his name. But yes, you look at this, not every king followed God, obeyed God. And I was telling you that Saul was one king that became disobedient. Yes. So as we are here, everybody is obeying God in a certain level. That is why some people, it doesn't matter what you say to them, they, they are working a certain obedience level, so you, you, you can tell. So we want to look at those levels of obedience. And this is important because there are different kinds of instructions that God gives. There are different types of instructions. There are different types of commandments. If you are going to work with God, don't think that God is also going to give you one kind of instruction. No. Different, different instructions. Different kinds of commandments. And you must be able to obey them. 
Some instructions are going to be hard. Some are going to be easy. Some are going to be difficult. And you see that depending on the instruction, only few people are able to obey certain instructions. Yeah. For instance, when we are talking about come to church service on Tuesday, a lot of people are disobedient when it comes to this instruction. Sunday, I was telling you about you know, it's not just the big instructions that God is interested in. Even the little, little ones. His instructions are different, different, different. So, I'm trusting that you are going to understand the different types of levels of obedience that that, that there are and the ones that you, you fit in it was said according to the TLB Bible it says no king since the time of Josiah has approached his record of obedience so what is your own record when it comes to obeying God yes. are you a David are you a Saul oui, David, what Saul. kind of king are you because we are all kings so the first level of obedience is when God gives you an instruction and the instruction is pleasurable. That one, you see a lot of people obey it. So, pleasurable, the first level of obedience, you get a lot of people obeying that. Obeying instructions that are pleasurable. For instance, if the Bible says, Husbands are to have sex with their wives. And wives are to have sex with their... See, a lot of people will be very happy to obey. It's a pleasurable instruction. And there are some of us here, if the instruction, if it's not something they will enjoy, they won't do it. And it is, it is instruction from God, but you see that people only want to listen to instructions that are pleasurable. Yeah. So, like I was giving an example in 1 Corinthians chapter 7, verse 3. It says, The husband should not deprive his wife of sexual intimacy, which is her right as a married woman, nor should the wife deprive her husband. So now here God is saying we should do something that is pleasurable. And you see a lot of people who are keen to do it. In the same thing, when you come to church and there are certain instructions. Oh, there's going to be uh, let, let, let's, let's go to the beach. You see how many people will come. Oh, we are going to have a sports day. People who don't even come to church. Because it's a pleasurable instruction. And uh, you say, let's go to the sports. Let's go and do sports here. Oh, we are. So, there's a bus. We brought you. are bringing a bus. We are all going to National Theater. You see, everybody will want to come. It's a pleasurable instruction. Are you that kind of person that only wants to listen to God only when you have some pleasure from it? Only, only children, only babes, infants, immature Christians remain at that level. 
It's another level. It's another level. Lift up your right hand and say, Father, help me to go above obeying Help me to go above obeying instructions that are pleasurable. Instructions that are pleasurable. Yes. If you want to walk with God, I'm showing you practically you must go above this level. Some come to church and say, oh, I, I'm tired. I'm coming from... It's, there's no pleasure in it. It's going to cost you something. I don't have money. There is no free bus. There's nothing. So we will not come. How can you walk with God like that? You, 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 you won't go far. Second level of obedience is obeying instructions that are in line with your own personal and childhood dreams. God tells us to do many things. And some of the things that God will ask you to do, it will be in line with what you have always wanted to do. Most of the instructions, people at this level of obedience, the instructions, it is in line with their own personal goals and ambitions. So it is easy for them. An example of this sort of obedience is when like you go, the instruction that God is asking you to do, it will also help you. For instance, it will help you. You've always wanted to live in America. You've always wanted to live in America. And now, some instruction or something that God is asking you to do is now also going to open a door for you to go into America. You will not shake your head. You say, you say ah, this one, yeah, I'm going straight away. It's in line with it's, it's the instruction. Maybe even you're, you are, you know, like you are living in Kumasi. You've always wanted to live in Accra. And then the, what God is asking you, the work that God is asking you to do, it is going to bring you to Accra. No, no, you, you say you are happy. That is also another level of obedience, which many people are, I'm starting from the lowest. The lowest form of obedience is obedience that is pleasurable, so you do it because you find pleasure in it. The other one is obedience that is in line with your own personal ambitions. And this is where a lot of churches that preach you know, they don't preach like we are preaching work for the Lord, sacrifice. They are preaching, you get new houses, you get this, you get that. So they are happy. If, if the Bible studies we are doing is for those things, they will come and come and listen. Because it's in line with their own ideas, their own um, childhood dreams. One day I was speaking to a certain person. And I was telling this person that maybe one day we will have a school or a Bible school or something in our, our 
Please. And the person was very, very happy. Said, I've always wanted to be in the teaching field and teaching. She said, I'm sort of very, very happy. This one, he said, he, he was, the person was telling me that, oh, by all means, I'll come and teach them. Because it falls in line with the, the, the person's what? Personal goal and agenda. Yeah. Churches get larger and larger as the pastors continue to feed the congregation with exactly what they want to hear. If, if I'm preaching a certain kind of message, the place will be fuller. Because that's what they want to hear. They don't want to hear, uh, we want to work for God. They want to hear, they want to hear, you are going to get a visa. You are going to get a uh, uh, a house. You are going to be the next Bill Gates. Now, do you even know Bill Gates? Now, stories are coming out. Bill Gates that people have used to preach in the church. Actually, 30 minutes of 40 minutes of your life. They go and preach about empowerment, economic empowerment, and use Bill Gates. As an example. Mercy, Meanwhile, today we are finding out a lot of things about but the guy. He was harassing people, sexually harassing workers. He's connected to a guy that is a pedover, a convicted pedover who killed himself in prison. And that is why one of the things why the wife decided, no, no, no. Yes. So money... Money is not the solution. The problem that man has is a sin problem. We are all sin. And if you don't have Jesus, you can't solve the same problem. Money can't even solve the same problem. But today, we want to be only obedient when the message is in line with our own ambition. There are some people that say they don't like my... I remember one person, a white person. He said to me, my message is very hard. My message is very harsh. Uh, yeah. I don't like... He doesn't like listening to my message. It's very hard. He can listen to my messages sometimes, but mine is very, very hard. And I said, why is it hard? What am I preaching? Yes, working for the Lord and sacrificing it. Because it comes from a background where you are always pampering you. You are going to get 24 houses. You are going to do this. They are not talking about the realities. And you, you are here. Your ambition in life is, I want to make money. I want to do this. Now we are here telling you, put that aside. And focus on heaven. It's certainly difficult for some people. Put that aside and think about your eternity. It becomes difficult for some people. So today the church is filled with people who are obedient only when it falls in line with their personal um, ambitions. Um, personal ambitions. And it's no wonder that now the church pastors have become experts in delivering Sermons on financial wisdom, money, success in life, marriage, happiness, abundance, prosperity. Many, many go to church on Sunday to hear these things. Do you know when Jesus gave 
fish and bread. When, when the message was, when the time was, it was giving multiplying fish and bread. You know, the, there were a lot of people there. But when he started telling them hard truths, it, it, it stopped. It wasn't now about coming to get bread and fish. But he started telling them, hey guys, unless you eat of my flesh and drink of my blood, you can have no part. Suddenly, the Bible says that many of them stopped following him. Obedience up to the level where mm, 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 mm. this one is not mentioning even uh, these Jehovah Witness people, they are good, and these people, uh, this Methodist pastor, I like the pastor, but he hates the charismatic pastors and people who are preaching the genuine word of God. Because in his mind, preaching must only come to motivate you. So you are obedient because you are being motivated to have your best life here on earth. Since John 6, 66, it says, from that time, that's 666, it's like 666, Antichrist. From that time, many of his disciples went what? Back and walked with him no more. I, I, can God depend on you? Or are you going to be? There are some people when they come and we tell them do something. Or there's a change. Even if we change, for instance, we, we can we can change their service days. Some people their obedience level will come. Said no. We used to worship on Tuesdays. Why have you changed it on Thursdays? It doesn't favor me. It's not. It's not going to. I cannot. I cannot do this work, I cannot do that work. And they will stop being obedient. They will stop. Meanwhile, if they really want to, they can make sacrifices. But obedience only when it is in line with personal agenda. Lift up your right hand. Say, Father. Father. Let me hear you. Say, Father. Father. Deliver me. Deliver me. From the level of obedience from the level of obedience that is only in line with my own goals that is only in line with my own goals in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus yes your plan you, 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 your plan was to go to UK and make money and live in London now if you say because of church move out of London you say no no I didn't come here to go and stay in a village it's not in line with my personal I want to build a mansion I have already gotten four plots and I must build that mansion now you are saying I should go and go here it can work yeah. so the work of God it stopped. A lot of people stop at this level. And when you have this, only people who are willing to only obey when it's, it's in line with them or it's pleasurable, you can't do much for God. Then there is the third level of obedience, which is obeying instructions that are reasonable. It seems reasonable. Many of God's commands are reasonable and easy to understand. For instance, it's a reasonable command. If God says, don't steal, is it not a reasonable command? Say, do not steal. 
It's a reasonable command. Easy to understand. Everyone can see that if you steal, you go to prison. So it's a reasonable command. You can see that it's reasonable. It's not, look, you need to, if you are maturing the things of God, you must understand that it's not all God's instructions that you understand God. God said, out of the blue, give me your son. Go and kill him. Is it a reasonable command? Meanwhile, me that promise will be fulfilled. I've told you to kill him. It's not a reasonable command. So don't think that oh, if you are working with God, if you are going to really work for God, you should only expect reasonable commands. Your pastor will not always give you reasonable commands. But some people, they will only only come to that level if it's a reasonable command. Then I will be. If he doesn't, how many of us would have be like Abraham? When God was saying, go and kill your son. I'm sure he didn't even discuss it with the wife. The son even knew that this is not the reasonable command. So at the point the son said, Father, I can see there is the, 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 the firewood and everything. But where is the lamb that we are going to sacrifice? And the father said, God will provide. This was a man that had learned the ways of God. That if I'm going to work with God and really do God's work, you must be prepared to listen to unreasonable commands. Not only just listen to commands and be obedient when it seems reasonable. Isaac spoke unto Abraham, his father, and said, My father, and he said, Here I am, my son. And he said, Behold the fire and the wood. Because in those days, they didn't have matches. So, so if you are going somewhere, you light the fire and they keep the fire like a bobo right to where you are going because if it goes off, it's going to be difficult for you to start again. So he said, we have the fire. We have the firewood. But where is the lamb? And Abraham said, my son, God will provide himself a lamb. This is a man who has come to understand how to work with God. How to work with God. Have you come to that point? Where the destruction may seem unreasonable. Something like Titan. Sometimes, you yourself, you have a debt. You have some bills to pay. And the devil will come and tell you. Give them, oh, you have pills. Go and pay this. Use your, use your tie to pay. After all, the money, the church, the, 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 and they will give you. You see yourself falling into the category of people who only will obey God when it seems reasonable. I know a lot of people who don't pay tithes because it doesn't seem reasonable. Some of them, they think that, oh, but even the tithe money, let me use it. Me, I won't give it to the church, but I would rather go and give it, pay somebody school fees to help somebody. And they will boast about it and say, 
I don't give my money to church. I don't give my money to tithes. They are being disobedient, but they are justifying their disobedience. Because it doesn't seem reasonable for them to give the money to the church. They will say, oh, the pastor has got a car. The pastor is driving a nice car. Why should I bring my money to them? And these are the arguments people bring. Is that not so? But you see, if you want to work with God, and you want to do the works of God, don't try to bring common sense. That's why all this common sense is nonsense. Because it's not by common sense that we work with God. And you have to be a person of faith to rise above that level whereby the commandment might not seem reasonable. It looks very, very unreasonable. This, let me give you another example. Even for the married people. Sometimes, you see that, you know, the women are complaining that, oh, I'm tired. I have a headache. This and that. Because I have so much work to do. And this. And, and then in the night, to, the man to want to disturb him. But you see, it's not about the man disturbing and it's not about you don't have to be obedient when it's only reasonable to you. If God says, do not deprive your husband or your wife of their marital um, responsibilities, whether you are tired or not, you have to find a way God. But a lot of people are so disobedient. So disobedient. It's always not unreasonable. You are not, they would even tell their, their, their husbands or their wives, you are being inconsiderate. You are being unreasonable. Don't you see that I am tired? Don't you see that? that, that? And you start. It's, it's not, it's not, it's not the reason. The reason is that you haven't learned to be obedient above level three, which is being obedient you only want to obey instructions when they are reasonable. So if it will take you three months for you to be fully f- recovered from your tiredness, you will deprive your husband or your wife from sexual relationships for three months because you are still tired. You want everything to be perfect. No, no, no. no. You can't be obedient. You can't be a, a, a good Christian like that. You can't be a good Christian like that. So let us rise up above that level. Amen. 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 Not only um, reasonable instructions. Ephesians 4 verse 28. It gives a very reasonable instruction there. Let him that stole steal no more. It's a very reasonable instruction. Yes. Ephesians 4 28. And sensible. Let him that stole steal no more. But rather let him labor. Working with his hands the thing which is good, yeah. that he may have to give to him that needed. Yeah, so it's like a very reasonable instruction. So many people don't have a problem at all with that. But obey God, even when it doesn't seem reasonable. Don't, 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 don't try to give excuses. Then fourth level of obedience is obeying instructions that lead to something good for you. Yes. And a good example of this. There are some instructions it will lead to some... some, And most most of God's instructions fall in this category. You find out that you get something good out of it. Yeah. 
If God says, do this, most often there is something good in it for you. And one of such instructions is one of such instructions is in Ephesians chapter 6 verse 2 and 3. Ephesians chapter 6 verse 2 and 3, read it. Honor thy father and mother, mm-hmm. which is the first commandment with promise, that it may be well with thee, and thou mayest live yes, long so on now, the earth. You, are, you, you, you have a reason why you have to obey, so you obey. It to give you, he said, honor your father and your mother, so it may be well with you, it might live long. So you want to live long, say, oh, I'll obey this instruction. I'll obey it. Obeying instructions when it will lead to something good for you. That is also another level, the fourth level of obedience. Many of God's instructions are like that. So do this. And you shall get this. Win souls. You shall get this. Do this. You shall get that. If you obey the Lord your God, I'll make you the head. So you, you get something for it. From it. And people only want such instructions. But there are other forms of uh, instructions. There are different instructions. All this I'm showing you, what the real point that I'm trying to make to you is that God's instructions to you is not one way. It, it will be different, different. Some will seem reasonable. Some will not seem reasonable. Some will look like, you know, you get a benefit. Uh, it's pleasurable. But there are some instructions that Take a different turn. And that's the fifth level I want to give you. And that is obeying instructions when you know why the instructions has been given. Some people, if they don't know why you are giving them the instructions, they won't do it. They won't do it. And they will ask you why. Why this? Why that? This simple obedience, it will turn into a, a, a discussion. It will turn into a long discussion. But it says, obey instructions when you know, obey instructions when you know why the instructions have been given. It's also another level of obedience. So God sometimes gives us instructions that help us to understand why he's commanding us. For instance, let me give you an example. But I say unto you, love your enemies. Bless them that curse you. Do good, them, do good to them that hate you. And pray for them which despitefully use you and persecute you. That he may be the children of your father which is in heaven. For he may get the son to rise on the evil and on the good and send them rain on the just and on the unjust. So, God is saying, love your enemies because of this. God is explaining it to you. It's not everything that you have that explanation. Will you be willing to still obey when when he's not giving you a reason why? Will you be willing to obey? Will you, will you, will you, like when you say, okay, okay, come, 
We should be here. Eight o'clock. You don't need to explain everything to you. But some people, they don't understand why they have to be here early. So, we will not obey. We will not obey. So, that is also another form of obedience. The next one, the sixth level of obedience is obeying instructions that you don't understand. Yes, now, now we are getting to deeper Deeper grounds now. Philippians chapter 4 verse 12. Paul said he had been instructed to be hungry and to be full. Why would he have these completely conflicting instructions? What is the benefit of being hungry? Why should I suffer need? How does that help anybody? And then, uh, sorry, I may come here. I may, I may suffering. Yes, when you when you get to a level of obedience where you it, it doesn't even make sense why you are even doing it now. Yes, you don't even understand why you are doing it. Amen. Amen. Paul says, "I know both how to be what abased and I know how to abound." I know how to be abased. And, and he said, where and in all things I am what? Instructed. Both to be full and to be hungry. He should be full. So this instruction, it doesn't even make sense. But if you obey it, you soon understand why. There are some instructions. It might look as if it doesn't even make sense. God will tell you, but it doesn't make sense. For instance, you can't see heaven, but we are telling you about heaven. It doesn't really make sense. And so you hear mockers saying, heaven, heaven, you are sassy ways. Because he to him, it doesn't make sense how okay. heaven will be. When there is a when there's a Mercedes, a car called Mercedes, I'll be my name with I'll enjoy oh heaven. That you can relax in. Almost, and you are telling me there's a heaven somewhere. It doesn't make sense to them. Are you that kind of person that only wants to obey when it makes sense? And you see, when you are in a church, you come. As you are growing, you see that these things you might, some of you might never, never come across it. Because the work you are doing and the level at which you are operating, such instructions will never come. This, some of these instructions, you, unless you are making some sacrifices and you are really deep into the work of God, before such instructions, such things you begin to experience. It. Otherwise, most of you are at the level of uh, le level one to three. Whereby it's a pleasurable thing, you know, it's, it's something that is already in line with my personal ambitions. Some of these things, eh? if you are not a missionary, for instance, if you are not somebody that is doing deeper level of work for God, you will not understand what you are talking about. But there are different instructions, different levels. God can ask you to be hungry. God can ask you to separate yourself from your wife. 
and because of the work and be somewhere. God can say, go to a different country as I am here. God can tell me, go to a different country. And I say, oh, go back, God. I'm here. The church is growing nice. Why do you want me to go? I don't have I, have, I don't have time to ask such questions. You just go. I'm going. I'm going to go and start all over somewhere. Later on, I'll come back and I'll see why. Because by the time maybe I come back, the chair would have also gone higher. And another work has also been started somewhere. Yes. So, obeying is in levels. Obey instructions, even if you don't understand it, obey it. It's a pleasure to work with people who obey you, even if they don't seem to understand. It's a pleasure. If God told you to do something you do not understand, would you do it? That's the question we are asking you. Next level is the level of obedience where obeying instructions now goes against reason. It goes against reason. Let me give you an example. Most pastors would wish, most pastors in Ghana here right now, they would wish to have a visa, even two years visa, to go to the UK and stay there and work, do, do some work and you know, just be there. Yes. Now, God has given me an instruction that leave that and come here. Doesn't go. I mean, it doesn't. It doesn't. It's not a. It doesn't look like my mind works. Because if it is money, then I should be chasing pounds. I should be there. If somebody just wishes to get the papers or whatever it is that I have, like we will never see the person again here. Now, do you have it? You decided rather to come here. And some people look at me and say, ah, this man must be very foolish. Why is he here? Especially, simple, simple things. So what are you here for? What? It's not, it's not something that must make reason to me. If God said it, you must obey. And you must do it. The same thing happened to Abraham. Genesis chapter 26. Verse 1 to 3. It happened to Isaac as well. This is Isaac rather. Isaac. Isaac. Genesis 20 says, Will you obey God when the instruction doesn't seem to be reasonable? Read it. And there was a famine in the land. There was a famine in the land. Beside the first famine that was in the days of Abraham. Uh -huh. And Isaac went unto Amimelech, king of the Philistines, unto Gerah. And the Lord appeared unto him. God now came to give him instructions. And said, What was the instruction? Go not down into Egypt. Dwell in the land which. Don't go to Egypt. There is famine. Everybody is going to Egypt to go and sort themselves out. 
God said, don't go. It's an instruction that is contrary to reason. If it was you, you say, you say no. Obodo Ibo. My God. I have to I have to go. My God. That was their that was their Obodo Ibo there. That was their date. Yes, sir. Egypt was their Obodo Ibo. Yes, sir. Yeah. Like yes, today, there are a lot of Ghanaians that want to go to Germany. Germany. Want to go to USA. USA. Want to go go to Sodom. He says Sodom and Gomorrah is an Egypt. Many have gone there and today they become unbelievers. Many have gone there, they've lost their faith. But it's like Naomi. You know the story of Naomi, Ruth and Naomi. She left Bethlehem to go to the land of the Moabites. She lost her husband, lost her sons. She came back empty. Something that looks like the reasonable thing to do. If she had heard the voice of God, she probably wouldn't have gone. Or she would still have gone. Yeah. Today you see a lot of Nigerians. They want to come to Ghana. Yes. In 19, the early 1980s, it was the other way around. That one, they, they used to call it Agege. Agege. That is where we have agege bread. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And you see a lot of a lot of Ghanaians because Nigeria Nigeria was booming. So Ghanaians were leaving to go and be teachers. Some of the Ghanaians went there. They were never masons, never done teachers, so professionals, never done any mason work by force. When they got there, they became masons. They started building. And. They came back, some of them, when they, when they came back, they would be holding their, their ghetto blasters. Ghetto blasters. If you don't know what a ghetto blaster is, then you are still young. Have their radios and they've come. They've been, they've been to overseas. Where? Agege. They've been to Agege. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I remember, I was still a child. Let me have a the Nigerian government said, there are too many now. Suck all the Ghanaians. They came, I saw it with my eyes. They came to Elwak. And we used to live in Elwak. By the roadside, the main roadside. So we saw, they, were, they, they packed them like sardines. A lot of people packed them. Said, you have to go. And they sucked them. Pack them in articulator um, trucks articulator cars, with their bags. That's where the Ghana must go. Ghana must go. No? That's where the bag. That's how the name came. Ghana, Ghana must go. Ghana must go. They must go. Yes. Merci. Today it has turned around. And they are done. They want to come here. And they are here. And the Ghanaians are saying, Nigeria must go. <laughs> If you go to Kaswa, there are a lot of them there. Engage in criminal activities. Chrono. Chrono. 419. 419. They came to make money. So let me take somebody like Gabriel. He has come here. If he sees fellow Nigerians, he'll be telling you, hey. You, yeah, you came here. You, what are you doing in church? Church in Sorry. You are not serious. 
When are you going to make money? You are following this foolish man. How much does he give you? Say no more. Say it doesn't give me anything. Ah, and you are here. You came here to come and waste your life. And, and you know, contrary, you know, he wants to be he wants to be obedient to God. So and what he is doing, it doesn't look as if there's any sense in it. Like why are you here? You came to this country to make money. Now, you say you have found Christ, you are God. You are, what, what are you doing? It's the same thing God said to Isaac. Don't go. The instruction look as if it doesn't make sense. But in the end, it says that and Isaac, what? He reaped. Isaac tries. A lot of the other Nigerians, they are going, quick money, how to get quick money. They always want to scam you. They are on the internet, browsing. Some are even going to juju men, to uh, witch doctors, so that they can dupe people. So that from whatever you tell them, whatever they will tell you, you give to them. And they are, they've changed all the terms. They call it client. And also, you might think that they are doing genuine business. But they are duping somebody with all kinds of things because they came here to make money. There are some Nigerians who are here to who have, who have decided to put away that kind of lifestyle and are genuinely living a genuine honest life some are selling things in the market some have opened little little shops here and there and have even married Ghanaian botoxes they like, they like the big they like the big Ghanaian botox they, they like the, the Ghanaian botox is big and enticing to them if your botox is flat like the Nigerian ones, you are not really into it. But if you have the big, the big Ghanaian ones, the ones that you can get only by eating gakomi and gakomi, professor. Yeah. Not a bar. If you eat a bar in Agusi, the bottoms normally doesn't doesn't protrude. It doesn't. It's not rotund. professor. It's not routined. Yes, but some of them have found the Ghanaian botoxes and they have yes, married sir. them. <laughs> and they're happy. And life is going on. Amen. Will you obey God when it, when it seems to be unreasonable? Will you obey God? That's another level of so, obedience. So, so, so. When the instructions goes against reason. The eighth one, I have two more, then I'll round up. The eighth one is the eighth level of obedience. Obey instructions that are painfully difficult. It is very painful. Difficult. Leviticus 27, verse 30. Tithing is a painfully difficult commandment for many Christians. Everybody would want to do with that extra money. But God says, bring it. But when you look at it, things are extra. 50 CDC in Kabet, my EBB. Would have done much. But 
So some instructions are painfully difficult to obey. Titan falls in that category. How many? That is why you see, if you take a church of 100 people, you get about only 20 to 30 people who are Titan, if you are lucky. And out of the 20 to 30, you can still break it down to about 15 people who consistently tight. The other 15, they tight maybe every two weeks, every, every other month. Because obeying God in Titan is painfully difficult. This is why some like Titan, you must learn it right from your infancy so that it will be easy for you to do. Many people who don't tithe is because they never were trained as children. You must teach your children how to tithe, explain it to them, and let them tithe. As soon as they can understand, let them start tithing. And let them, somebody that starts tithing from eight years, I can tell you by the time they are 40, they will see the full benefits of tithing. You, you want to start tithing when you are 40 years. To take you to another before you see the full benefits. And it, it, it will be easier for the person who started in their childhood to be obedient. So obey God even when it is painfully difficult. Painfully difficult. Painfully difficult. Will you obey God? When there are some people that are listening to me right now, watch, or, or, what, when, if it comes to their children, they won't compromise. Yes. So, you want me to go to where? Akrama. Akrama. Where will my children go to school? School. No, 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 no. It's not, it's not going to happen. And that is the end of the discussion. That is where their level of obedience. They don't want any painful instruction. But if I have to tell, okay, no, go to cantonment. Very, very happy. Oh, he's in line. I want my child to go to a good school and be happy. So they will go. Yeah. Learn to obey God even when it's painful and difficult. Learn to obey God even when it's what? Painful and difficult. Then the last but one. Instructions that make you unpopular. Instructions that make you what? Unpopular. Jeremiah complained that false prophets were speaking lies and predicting only good things. And he was the only one that was preaching a different one, telling them, no, no, no. They are saying, peace, peace, peace. Jeremiah said, no, there's no peace. Though. Don't be deceived, though. Do, don't be deceived, though. Yeah. So he became very unpopular. Jeremiah chapter 14, verse 13 and 14. Then said I, Ah, Lord God, behold, the prophet say unto them, Ye shall not see the sword, neither shall ye have famine, but I'll give you a short peace in this place. Then the Lord said unto me, The prophets prophesy lies in my name. I send them not, neither have I commanded them, neither speak unto them, neither speak unto them. They prophesy unto a false vision and divination, and a thing not, and the deceit of their heart. Yes. So, some people want to be popular. So, the message of preaching sin, they will preach sin. Because you will not become a popular pastor. 
Yes. Me, like here, if you come here, we talk about fornication. Almost, almost every time. It would not. I won't be a very popular pastor. Many be many be You will see that you will not feel comfortable. But we are not here to be popular. We are here to obey God and tell you the truth. So those of you that want to be popular, you can obey God. It's not a popularity contest. We are not here to be popular. We are here to obey God. The popular message is powerless. So don't try to be popular. Try to be obedient. Finally, there are some instructions that are simply bizarre. There's no way to... It does, it's like a bizarre instruction. Like, out of the blue, God told the Israelites, what he told Moses, hey, Moses, Moses, get all the female boys, get all the boys, uh, the male children, circumcise every one of them. What a strange instruction. Very, very strange. Where did that come from? A fever. And most Christians, if they would say, no, why? Why should I go and do that? Bizarre instructions. But that is the highest form also, of, one of the highest forms of obedience. When you are giving instructions that are like very bizarre, but you obey them. And you know, they did this without no painkiller, no antibiotics. So you can imagine. They didn't go to surgery to go and cut their foreskin. It was a very painful thing. But every one of them was obedient. Every male was obedient. Very strange, but obedient. Are you going to obey bizarre instructions? Sometimes, what are some of the bizarre instructions? Somebody, the Spirit of God might be telling you, Take your car and give it as an offering. Am I hearing from you? I rebuke you. Satan, I rebuke you. I didn't hear it. Satan, I rebuke you. And the voice will be telling you, give your car. Give your car. Like somebody has decided to give this, their land to the church. He just, he just decided to give the land to the church. It looks like bizarre. I never asked them. I didn't, but they heard the, the pressure was from the Holy Spirit. And they decided, they could have easily said no. They could have even kept, they wouldn't have even mentioned it to me. But the thing was pressuring them. They came and came and told them, no, I'm give, I want to give. I have to give it. And I'm not talking about somebody that is a millionaire or anything. But just obedience. I have to give the land. I have to, and, and you have given yeah. Sometimes you might you might you might hear a voice that that's money that you are saving to go and buy a fridge. Go and give it. Ah uh, no 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 this one I didn't hear it well. Mm -mm -mm -mm. The devil is speaking to me. I need confirmation. Yeah. I've seen people who through bizarre instructions they can take all their their life savings. Just give it. Some, even they come to church, all their money in their pocket, they give it and walk home. And the pastor have duped you. 
Yes, that's what they will say. But when you don't know, it's a bizarre what? Commandment there. Sometimes God can give you said bizarre commandments. Sometimes some money will come. I'm celebrating. Oh, this money I'm going to. It's not yours. Release it. Michael. And it's as a you It's very painful. What will you do? You have to let go. It's not easy. If you learn to, if you are working with God, learn to obey Him in all the ways. Some of us, our obedience is only the first three levels. When it is pleasurable, when it is in line with your own personal ambitions. What is that? No, no. Bizarre. God can give you bizarre instructions. When somebody does, you does something like this person that has given the land. It's a bizarre instruction. What thing? And I tell you, there's a mind. set up the generations to come was sorting a problem. Some problem was sorted out by this doing that. Yes. Who better sorry, I receive, I receive. Who receive the same thing like this person? Ever, ever, ever. Never. It cannot happen. So I'll end here. I don't have time. I wanted to talk about the conditions of the heart. But God willing, we'll continue on Sunday. Be on your feet. And let's let's pray. You've heard the various ways and levels of obedience. Go and put all of them into practice. Expect that you meet this. You meet this situation. You meet this situation. What will be your response? Are you going to be obedient, or you are not going to be obedient? Lift your hands up, Father. I pray. Yes, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Help us to be obedient. Amen. Because there's a lot of work to be done. Yes, Lord. But we cannot go above certain levels of obedience. Amen. So your work has been hindered. Mercy. But as of today, yes, Lord. those who are supposed to release some, some things for the kingdom's sake, Jesus name. give them that obedience Amen. in the name of Jesus. Amen. There are lands that people have yes, Lord. that you are speaking to them, yes, Lord. but they, they think it's a bizarre instruction. Amen. Lord, help them to be obedient. Amen. There are some who have property, who have yes, money, yes, who have things they, they must give to push yes, the work of God. Grant us the grace Amen. to be obedient. Amen. Let us not be like Saul. Yes, no. Let us not be like Saul. Yes, no. Let us be like Josiah. Amen. Who obeyed God. Yes, no. He obeyed God. Yes, no. And his record of obedience was unparalleled. Amen. We thank you yes, in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Put your hands together for Jesus Christ. Amen.